Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. This is Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now recently it came to light that US hedge fund manager Elliott Management have tried to convince BHP or put pressure on them to sell off the US Petroleum Division and wind up their dual listing and are pushing for more buybacks. Now when you hear the words hedge fund, what springs to mind? Perhaps you think about the GFC and what was going on during the sell-off on the markets around the globe. Perhaps you're not thinking about roses and sunshine when you're thinking about a hedge fund. That is, unless you've invested in one and it happens to be very profitable. BHP have come out and said that making the changes will cost the company money. So it doesn't seem that BHP are going to bend. The BHP board's responsibility is to do what's right for all shareholders. But if a hedge fund can't convince the board of what it would like the company to do, what are they going to do next? Now, in some cases, they may go to the media. I think about the mum and dad shareholders who have held BHP for many years and how they feel about their BHP shares. Perhaps they're not too happy at the moment, given that BHP shares are still significantly down from where they were, say, in 2011. And that was actually around the time when the company undertook their last buyback. So it may actually not um, have left a very good memory in the minds of shareholders about buybacks and, and what they mean to them. Because while they may have sold a portion of their shares in the buyback to lock in that profit and potentially and get some tax benefits or dividends, then the shares fell following that, so therefore their capital has been eroded. So who do Elliot really have to convince? Is it the mum and dad shareholders of Australia? Or is it really the fund managers that could be holding a sizable stake in BHP? This whole situation with BHP reminds me a little bit of the movie Wall Street where Gordon Gecko talks about greed is good. And in the movie, uh, they look to carve up companies and sell off the assets. The question is, is the hedge fund looking for what's in the best interest of the interests of the long-term health of BHP and, and its shareholders, small or large, or is it looking to make a quick buck? What's really interesting is when you look at patterns on a chart and what that tells you. Now, BHP was trading down for a long period of time and it has turned a corner. The analysis suggests that, in theory, it should continue to trade up over the medium to long term, despite some short-term volatility along the way, which can see share prices soften. Post the GFC, I actually observed a number of companies being um, taken over by other companies and not long after the shares had actually made a bottom and had started trending up again and you question why the boards of these companies are willing to ride all of that out and then eventually when the shares start going up again and you wonder why the board are willing to approve a takeover at that point in the cycle. Perhaps they have very... Um, sound financial reasons as to why that's the case. However, the charts tell a different story. It tells a story of a pattern that has completed with a low that occurred 
for many resources companies post the GFC and that means a new cycle is commencing and has the potential to start all over again, which means that it hasn't fully moved into the next bull cycle. If you've got a longer term view of BHP, you wouldn't be selling BHP based on the chart. In relation to this issue with um, BHP and Elliott management, I think it'd be really worth reading a little bit more, but also questioning when you're reading, questioning who's actually putting out the material that you're reading. Before you make any judgment, always remember to check your price chart and see what the chart's telling you from a big picture perspective, as well as a shorter term. And that means going to the monthly chart and doing an analysis on the monthly chart and then coming across to the weekly chart. Now, for those of you out there who have already studied our courses, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who are thinking about learning more on the share market and and understanding technical analysis, now's a really good time in the market to be learning as much as you can. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst of Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.